this is Michael Gatewood. I am the lead servant of Grayson's Life Church, and this is our podcast. We thank you for telling your friends and hope you'll listen in. We pray this teaching makes your life simple, plain, and uncomplicated. I'm so excited to be with you on today. Welcome to our podcast. We're trying to do things just a little bit different. Hopefully you are blessed and highly favored and ready to praise the Lord. Amen. We've been talking about uh, crossover. This series, oh man, uh, God has blessed me with this series because there are so many people with things that are hanging over the cross that they can't really get to him so i'm excited on today to share with you this word i'm praying that it'll bless you and that the lord will keep you on today because this is such a, a a exciting time in the lord we've been you know, there's so many people who've been hurt. There's some people who have been talked about. Their 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 siblings are not getting along. People are just turning their back on you. But I'm excited because I know that this word is gonna touch somebody. I'm excited. So I want to I, I, I want to talk to you about crossover. Now I don't know about you if you have addictions in your past or in your presence. I don't know if pornography is has pulled you away from the cross or has. Uh, taking the place of the cross to where we're not following Jesus, we're following our urges. I don't know if it's uh, food, because some of us, you know, we, we've we've given into gluttony or over or overeating or whatever. There's so many uh, things that we have uh, hanging over the cross that we can't cross over to Jesus. Well, on today, I want to talk to you about. The hitman. We talked about fireproof. We talked about checking out. But on today, I want to talk to you about the hitman. Now, the hitman 
is, is very skilled and focused on their objective. Okay? The hitman has several weapons at their disposal. So you, you, you don't know how they're going to come at you, but when they come, when they come for you, you know you've been tagged by the hitman. The hitman could, could poison you by bearing false witness. I was talking with a brother the other day, and because he had so many assumptions and phobias that we couldn't really get a baseline for the truth. The hitman could kill your spirit by berating you, talking about you, and telling you who you are. Instead of who God has called you to be. The hitman can crush your confidence by undermining your authority. Now you've been doing this job forever, but all of a sudden there's a change in the game. What do you do? Because the hitman is cunning. The hitman is not only cunning, but the hitman can become anybody or anything at any time. And there's something about that hitman because when the hit and when I talk about the hitman, please don't mistake. I'm not talking about just men. I'm talking about mankind. I'm talking about women. I'm talking about men. Anyone can be the hitman. You know, it's that person that I got to get them before they get me. It's that person that I ain't going to take no jump because this is who I am and that's who I be. And this and, and that's all I'm saying. I've been like this and, I, and, and, and ain't nobody going to change me. Blah, 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 etc. But I want to encourage you today. Make a U-turn. Instead of taking your turn to strike, I want to encourage you. Make a U-turn instead of taking your turn to strike. We're going to be in the book of Matthew on today. That's the book of Matthew chapter 5. And I don't, uh, for those of you who don't know me, I like the New Living. I mean, I'll, if I use a different version, I'll let you know. But that's what we're, that's what I'm using. So when you have the word, when you have the word, say amen. And if not, oh me. All right, we're coming from the book of Matthew. You have heard Matthew chapter 5 verses 38 through 41. You have heard the law that says the punishment must match the injury. You've heard the law that says the punishment must match the injury. The punishment has got to fit the crime. An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. This law is known as Lex Telionis. Lex Telionis. And it's particularly referred to as tit for tat. Or this for that. But I say. Now this is Jesus speaking. But 
I say, do not resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on your right cheek, offer them the other cheek also. But I say, do not resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, offer them the left. So I, I must ask you some penetrating questions. What does it mean to not resist What does it mean to resist not evil when I receive my draft notice? Does it mean comply without resisting? Or does it mean that in order to avoid being forced to resist as a soldier, I resist the draft? Does it mean that I must not resist an evil system that exploits the poor and the weak? Thus participate in exploitation. Or does it mean that I must in fact resist so as not to participate? You know, when I was writing this message, I was going through my own mess. You know, when you have that person talking to you about what it is they think you should be doing, and you decide you don't want to listen to that person. Sound familiar? When you when you when you when you go to talk to that person and you, and you decide you don't want to listen to them, then they decide that they're gonna get all the family involved and start calling everybody by their whole government name just to see if they can get a get a, get an all right or an amen. So then, because they can't get their all right or amen, now they finna pick and pick and prod you to get you upset. To where you start rattling off just to justify what they talking about. Can I get an amen? Uh-huh. We, we, we have people that do that to us. And we have to learn to stay the course. We have to learn. Because see, when we have people that are, are, that, that are uh, causing our flesh to rise... We have to rise in the spirit and allow Jesus to demonstrate love. Hello, somebody. When we are dealing with that person or that issue or that situation, we have to allow Jesus to manifest in that situation. 
Because one thing that I've noticed and one thing that you will notice, the more you try to fix it and you become the mechanic in panic, the worse the situation becomes. So when I was reading that passage, it occurred to me that I don't always have to be the hitman. Sometimes you got to take the hit. I said, you don't always have to be the hitman. Sometimes you got to take the hit. That means sometimes you got to walk away. That means sometimes you got to seal up your mouth and not say another word. That means sometimes you got to give him a hug when you want to punch him in the face. That means sometimes you got to get on your knees instead of talking as much as you please. So do not resist an evil person. Instead, insist on demonstrating God's love. I have been so quick to put people in their place that I be out of pocket in in young in 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 the young people's vernacular, uh, uh uh uh, I'm out of pocket. Trying to put somebody in their place, when we have to be careful about trying to put people in their place, because sometimes when you're trying to put them in their place, you end up becoming displaced because you uh, uh, allowed yourself to walk away from grace, and now you're in a real mess. So be careful about trying to put people in their place that you don't end up displaced. Amen. So I still don't understand how people will politely piss on you and wonder why you're pissed off. Yeah, I said it. Because that's how it feels. I was raised, if you don't stand up for yourself, people will step all over you. I taught my children, you better get them before they get you. One pastor said, I was blessed with the spirit of correction. I used to take that as a compliment, but as I'm older now, I realize that he would just uh, 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 insult me. And I just was too wise in my own ideas that I didn't recognize it. He said, I was blessed with the spirit of corrections. Don't know why in my heart, if you didn't come correct, it was my duty to bring correction. See, respect is never gained by being disrespectful. I say respect is never gained by being disrespectful. If somebody stabs you in your back, offer them your chest. Better to be face to face with an adversary than to have them behind your back doing all kinds of shenanigans. You know what I'm saying? My school of thought is don't come at me and I won't come for you. Sound familiar? Don't come at me and I won't come for you. But the only thing, the only problem with that school of thought is people begin to uh, 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 veer away from Christ's teachings. See, Christ wanted us to, to do something totally different. 
And what I need for you to understand, and I want you to write this down, it is not your responsibility to bring correction. However, the Lord expects us to respond correctly. I'm going to give that to you again. I said it is not your responsibility to bring correction. However, the Lord expects us to respond correctly. That's your first key. Here's the second key. Start taking the hit and stop being the hit man. Let's, let's turn that around. I don't want y'all to write it like that. Scratch that. Write it like this. Stop being the hit man and start, and, and start taking the hit. Stop being the hit man and start taking the hit. That means you ain't always got to have the last word. That means if they did it to you, you ain't got to do it for them. It's not tit for tat. You know what I'm saying? We got to love them with the love of Christ. So, my next key. Are you responding with, your, with the heart or raging from your head? And I want you to write in parentheses next to raging that word reacting. Are you responding from your heart or raging for your head? But next to that word raging, I want you to put reacting. Because that's why most of us get in trouble. We become emotionally compromised. That we can't commit, connect with our emotional intelligence. You know, it's funny today because one of, one, one of, you know, one of my challenges or the mess as I was writing this message called me up. Or, or, or I called him up because he came to see me. But I was like, okay, bye-bye. Because I really didn't I really didn't really didn't want to intertwine with them because sometimes they you know they talk too much and half the time it feels like they're joking at me but i said you know what i'm gonna call them i'm gonna talk to them i talked to this brother for at least 30 minutes and it was a good conversation and you know a lot of times we think people are crazy but a lot of times people aren't crazy they're just responding to our craziness hello somebody people are not People are not crazy. They responding to our craziness. So if you don't want people to, uh, if you don't want people to, uh, to be crazy, stop, uh, stop, stop, stop doing all that craziness. Because people aren't crazy. They just responding to your craziness. And you'll be amazed at how many people you think, you know, you think that uh, they don't, they don't know what's going on, but they know what's going on. You know, it's amazing. People may not. People may not know stuff, but they know when they're being mistreated. And until you can understand people's shortcomings, people will not accept when you come up short. Oh, that's a good one. I, now y'all need to write that one down. When, until you uh, until you can understand people's shortcomings, people will not accept when you come up short. 
So in order for people to accept when I come up short, I got to be able to understand their, their shortcomings. Doesn't mean I agree with them, but at least you can understand. This is the next key. This is the fifth key. Stop getting in your feelings because others don't understand how you feel. Stop getting in your feelings because others don't understand how you feel. Stop getting in your feelings. Stop getting in your feelings because people don't, others don't understand how you feel. That's another reason why we get into so much trouble. That's why I, I, a lot of us can't take the hit and we end up being the hit man because we in our feelings. And we dealt it how we felt it. But that ain't the way God does things. And that's then and that and, and we have to stop doing things that way. So cooperate, don't retaliate. Cooperate, don't retaliate. I want to I want to share this with you. I was sharing this with, a, with one of my pastor friends. Uh, we were talking about some stuff, and I generally I'm not going to tell you the name, but I'm going I'm going to just share you the conver conversation with you because I think it was a powerful conversation. And I think it kind of fits in what we're what we're talking about. So anyway, I was talking with with my pastor friend, and he was a little upset because, you know, they he been you know been on that job making moves, making things happen, but it seemed like, you know, things weren't going his way because he got he's in you know he's in a new position and he's got a new boss. Well, one of the things one of my pastor friends said rejection is redirection. So whenever we come, whenever we come into come into contact with rejection, we not we need to start looking at it as redirection, because if you look at it as redirection, okay, we can have a resurrection instead of an insurrection. Okay, we can have a resurrection instead of an insurrection. We can rise for the Lord instead of uh, instead of going down into depression for the enemy. Okay. So we need to look at rejection as redirection. See, the world will make you feel rejected when God has accepted you. Don't get frustrated when your authority is depreciated. I'm at, and I'm asking God in this season to help you push forward even when you don't understand the reasons. See, God sets you up. God set you up. Don't be upset with your boss's decisions. Ask God to help you support the vision. Ask God to bring everything under his subjection. Ask God to help you understand redirection and overcome the spirit of rejection because it's causing some misdirection. There will be many who won't understand your goals and it's okay as long as they are committed to their role. Committing to your role will help you submit to your supervisor's goals. Now I read that to you because there's a lot there, I, there, there have been countless countless uh, jobs 
that I have I've walked away from or that I've, that I've been taken away because I started letting my personal feelings interfere with the business dealings. You can't do that. When you don't understand what's going on, give it to God. And you ain't got you you know there's gonna be some seasons you don't understand the reason, but you ain't gotta understand the reason to have God have you prosper in that season. But here's the thing, it, you know everything don't have to be your decision. The main key is to make sure that you're supporting the vision. Even if y'all even if y'all don't see eye to eye, you still need to support the vision, okay? Because when you start when you when you start having conflict there, you you know you you borderline being insubordinate. So you want to be careful with that. You want to be careful with that. So, um, hopefully that helps some of you out because we all go through that. And then I read a uh, there was a scripture that says um, in First uh, Peter. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm gonna read it to you anyway. Well, let me do Romans twelve seventeen. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. Corinthians 6, 7 says, Now therefore, it is already an utter failure for you that you go to law against one another. Why do you not rather accept wrong? Why do you not rather let yourselves be cheated? Okay. Luke 6.29 To him who, who, who strikes you on the one cheek, offer also the other. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Back in the day, it was an eye for an eye. But the laws have changed. It's no longer an eye for an eye. Now, it's, it seems like we're giving up, you know, uh, whatever they do. We want to love on them the best way we can. Whatever they do. We want to love on them the best way we can. Not because I said it. But because the word says it. Will you do that? Now I'm going to close. We have to go to distance. Even though some may be distant. Meaning our, 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 our ideas and our, our deals. And the, they may not come together but. We still have to go the distance. Because when we don't go the distance because of inconsistencies, it, it, it begins to make us distant from one another. So we got to go the distance. Even when the incompetent questions your competence. Go the distance. Because sometimes, sometimes there's a blessing in the lesson. See, a prerequisite to being the boss, 
We have to be willing to take a loss. Leadership is not just about leading the charge. We must be able to take a charge. Are you willing to take the hit? I said, are you willing to take the hit? Because the hit man days is over. We got to be willing to take the hit. That's why so many people are falling through the cracks. That's why so many people are losing their way. Because we're not willing to take the hit. I'm going to give you this last text. First Peter. First Peter. Chapter 3. Verses 8 through 9. Finally. All of you. Be of one mind. Having compassion for one another love as brothers be tender hearted be courteous cuz love is not rude love does love does not provoke back to the verse not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling but on the contrary Blessing. Blessing 